Welcome to the Secret Diary of a Driving Instructor with me, Mr. B. In every episode, I'll be recording a driving lesson with a pupil where we'll talk about interesting events that have happened in their lives. In this episode, we'll discuss Ross's story of traveling to Turkey as a gay guy to live and study for his masters. drive already we've just started Ross like, yeah, I know did I see you last week I did see you last week didn't I yeah yeah so where are we going where are we heading so we've been going Tottenham for a few weeks mm-hmm. and we said today that we'll just mix it up and go to Chingford just to see okay. what sort of vibe you're getting from there because obviously I want to take you to a test centre that you're happy with mm-hmm. so yeah, whenever you're ready. Let's go to Chingford. Yeah, let's go to okay. Chingford. So drive on when you're ready and we'll do a left at the end of the road. Okay. Nice. Okay, and then do a left. Just feel that bite. You got it? There it is. Good, good, good, good. So the reason I'm, I thought the podcast, well, you could do the podcast with me today is that uh-huh. I obviously got very shocked with your story. You caught me off guard when we first, when you first started taking driving lessons. Yeah, I so, so I thought, you know what, this would be a great opportunity to uh, maybe give a little bit of your story. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to tell my version, well, I'm going to tell, like, I'm just going to explain my version of how the shock happened, not the story itself. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm just going to, I'm just going to pass it on to you. Okay. For all those listening, uh, I'm uh, of Turkish origin. And um, so Ross has come in the car and after, I think it was our second lesson, not the first, the second lesson. Um, How I think, was I supposed to know you were Turkish? You, was, yeah. you told me your name was Bernie. Yeah, I thought that, you was from like, I don't know. Essex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, after, so I actually said that I'm Turkish to you. And, and you said, oh, wow, I can speak Turkish. And I went, no, you can't. And then you started speaking Turkish, but not like someone that's learning how to speak Turkish, but someone I could immediately tell that you spent a bit of time in Turkey. Yeah. And I was quite quite thrown, thrown back by that. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, in case viewers are not aware, uh, sorry, viewers, listeners are not aware, Ross is gay. Yes, I'm gay. And... Like, why does this phone go off every time? I'm not going to answer that. Are we going straight, straight ahead? Straight ahead, straight ahead. So, for a... For someone uh, going to Turkey for the first time into a town which, which is not one of the major, obviously, cities in Turkey, yeah. maybe maybe from, from a touristic point of view, but not one of the most cosmopolitan cities, I just thought your story was fascinating going there for the first time. I'm a weirdo, aren't I? Everyone thinks that. When I told people I was going there, people thought I was a freak. Why? Because people have lots of mis- misconceptions about Turkey. So, like, my... Grandma was basically thinking I was going to join ISIS. 
just because you were going to Turkey. Yeah, because you... back, that was back like when like Turkey. I mean, Syria was in the news a lot. Yeah, and um, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So people have those kind of silly misconceptions about it being kind of dangerous and on the, on the verge of war and that kind of stuff. Right. Because I went just after the coup. Um, 2016. Okay. So Turkey was in the news a lot about kind right. of terrorist attacks and that kind of stuff. So right, right. This was the, yeah, this was the military Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. so it was quite a strange time to go. And Syria was in the news a lot. And obviously... People don't realise how big Turkey is. So even though I was in Antalya... Yeah. Like, some people thought I was kind of like on the... I got, is it safe? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's really safe. Um, so... Yeah, people were quite surprised that I decided to go there as well. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, a lot of people think that because Turkey is a majority Muslim country, it's not safe for gay people. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't really know much about kind of Turkey and being gay when I went there. Right. So I was quite surprised, I guess, when I found out about, like, you know, gay celebrities and... Bülent Ersoy yeah, yeah. being like a very, very famous um, Turkish singer. I was like, wow, I didn't realise yeah, it was kind of yeah. not the most gay-friendly place, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's also not extremely homophobic either. Yeah, I mean, we, so, the, the, like Bülent Ersoy is a, is a very famous um, Turkish singer. Um... And there's a few other celebrities that um, are are openly gay and can uh, perform and and um, sort of express their art freely in yeah. Turkey, isn't it? But what I want to know is like, and I think the listeners would appreciate this. Like, how did you come to the decision of actually picking Turkey to go there? And obviously, what were you? What, why did Why did you go? First of all. You chose Antalya. Why did you choose Antalya? I didn't... And, okay, I'll and, explain and, everything and, to you. And why did you go to Turkey? Like, wh- what was the purpose of going? So I didn't even choose Antalya out of choice. I didn't choose Antalya out of choice. Um, the government chose it for me. So basically, I, I, I wanted to study my master's somewhere outside of the UK, right? Mm. And I had no... Um, and I wanted to go anywhere I was like I'm gonna go anywhere in the world yeah so I applied for scholarships all over Europe and Turkey was just one of the scholarships that I applied for okay and Turkey was the only place that got back to me <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so I was just like why not uh, but they only gave me 10 days what to decide to decide yeah oh, wow. which was very irritating because they I remember they gave me the they accepted me on like the 20th of October I'm wanting me to go there on like the 1st of November, something like that. So I was, and I just signed a new lease on my house and I had already started uni in London actually. Yeah. So I was like, oh, for God's sake, they could have given me a bit more notice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Turkey was basically just an accident. I I, I was interested in going there, but I didn't really think they would get back to me because it was already October and obviously uni, uni normally starts in September. I just assumed I wasn't successful. Right. But, yeah, it was just completely random. Turkey, I didn't specifically choose Turkey. It was just one of the places that I applied for. So I got the scholarship and I thought, okay, why not? Um, I'll go for it. So it was a government scholarship, so everything was paid for by the Turkish government. 
that's nice. Yeah. Uh, and then, so on the scholarship page, you have 12 choices you can choose from. You, you can choose 12 universities. Right. Uh, and they say that you can't choose them all in Istanbul and Izmir. Which is the most popular. Which is the most popular places, yeah. because otherwise everyone would just choose Istanbul. So you have to choose a mixture of different places. Right. And Antalya was my last choice. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about Turkey. So when I looked back at my choices now, like I didn't know where I was. I literally just picked random places. One of them was Konya. Right. One of them was like Malatya. Yeah. Just all these random places because I had to choose 12. Wow, yeah. So um, Antalya was the last place that I got. Yeah. Wow. So for listeners, Antalya is, uh, it's like a coastal city, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's quite sort of, uh, the tourism it's, is it's yeah, probably exactly. high point, um, mixed in with some... Um, so I Akdeniz University. Yeah, yeah. Akdeniz translated just means Mediterranean. And I was the first British student ever on the scholarship. Really? Ever. So my, user, my username was GB000001. Because I was the first ever British person. I think you should be it. proud of that. That is yeah. an achievement. I had to go for an interview at the Turkish Embassy, actually. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like a little celebrity. Yeah. At the university. I was like a celebrity. Yeah. Are we on a thirty? So we've just come out of the twenty zone. Hold it here. Yeah. We've just come out of the twenty zone, and we've just come to the roundabout. So, unless we see signs for continue seeing signs for 20 miles per hour i want you to assume that it's 30 until we see otherwise now at the roundabout we're going to go straight across so what do i indicate right not no so because we're going straight over at the roundabout I indicate left when we get to our exit yeah so by if, if we if by not indicating what are we saying we're going straight we're going I straight guess. ahead at the second exit that's it that's crazy So, 10 days to decide, you thought, okay. 10 days I, to decide, Until yeah. you got back to me. Until you got back to me, yeah. I'm taking this, I'm taking it's, all, it's all paid for. I don't know what to expect, but it can't yes. be that wet. Everything um, was included. Everything was included. I get a monthly allowance, yeah. um, student accommodation, which was horrific. Okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, everything was paid for. Flights were paid for, but I had to go and get a visa yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I was going. That's, that's pretty good. But then, so you've can so everyone's obviously you know warned you about what to expect. Have you done a bit of research before you've gone there? I went on Google Maps. Yeah, but not really. No. So you're going in sort of alien territory. Let's just say. Let's yeah. just call it that. So you got there. I need to know exactly what what happened as soon as you got off the plane. What happened when I got off the plane was nothing. Nobody was there to meet me. I thought someone was going to come meet me. Right. I didn't know what was happening. I just got off the plane and just had to look around the terminal and kind of was expecting someone to come and meet me, but nobody was no there. Okay. Then I had to just get a taxi to this place, which was on a bit of paper. Yeah. And then I arrived at the student accommodation. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was... It wasn't like halls here, it was really raggedy shoot accommodation to be fair. Was it, it? wasn't the normal, uh, it was a, I was just in a really bad one. Some of them are really nice, but the one I was in was just really, really bad. We're going to turn left at the roundabout here. Yep, good. And now you're positioning, very good. 
Is it clear? What happened there? You, just, you were just going in too fast. You've got to slow your pace down before we get to each roundabout so you can maintain a good driving line left of the traffic lights here. Yeah, good, good, good, good, good, good. Perfect. Nice. We're going to talk about that, that roundabout once we park that. Okay. Okay. But, so yeah, so you get there and it's just like awful conditions. Well, not yeah. conditions that you're used to. Yeah, but that was just my halls. Some of the halls are completely normal, but my halls was ho horrible. But what do you mean? Describe it. What do you mean horrible? Like, like, like just old? Old and um, just dirty. Sharing a room with six people. Six people? Yes. You can't speak the language? Yeah. And that's your first, that's your like, your first day or your first how many days is like that? I was, I moved out of that halls in like a month because I, I was like, oh, I can't live here. Yeah. But yeah, I was in, I was in like a halls with bunk bed halls. Right. And obviously here, I had my own room when I was in halls and I on suite. <laughs> wow. Culture shock. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. Um, and I was sharing with like, like some like international students from like Somalia and from Iraq and Sri Lanka and stuff. Go straight across. How, what are they? What's their English like? Their English was fine, but I remember them saying that um, I didn't tell them I was gay at you this didn't? point. No. Okay. Because they said stuff like they think that gay people should be killed. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so it was very awkward. Because I was just kind of like, ha, ha, ha. Not really what you want to hear. Yeah, like, yeah, they said that they think gay people, I don't even know how it came into conversation, but they said that they think gay people should be killed. Were you scared at that point? No, I wasn't scared because I could have fucked them all up. <laughs> okay, fair but, enough. Um, I was yeah, yeah. But um, that's when I was like, okay, I'm moving out of, I'm moving out of these halls. So um, then I went and moved in with some, I met a f Turkish friend on Grindr. Right. Yeah, Grindr is, don't you? Yeah, I do know what Grindr is. Halusi. Okay. He's still one of my really good friends now. So, oh, really? Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, cool. Um, I ended up moving in with him. Right. So then we just had like a little flat together, which was better. Okay, so that's nice. So, so now you've met, well, you've potentially met like a friend. Yeah, and I had friends like in my class and yeah, stuff yeah. that were learning Turkish with me. Go straight across to the next roundabout as well, please. So I had approach speed, no, your approach speed needs to be slower. That's it, that's better. So I had I had friends like um, in the class as well. Obviously I was learning Turkish, so I had loads of, loads of um, international friends in the class. Yeah. Who I was friends with as well. Mm -hmm. But now I had an apartment, which was good. So it's more comfy at this point. It's more now. comfy, but at this point it was, I was learning Turkish every day Monday to Friday, we started at eight. Hang on a bit, turn right at this roundabout. We started at eight. Yeah. And we um, finished at seven every day. It was so long. What, this is your masters you're talking about? Or, the, or learning Turkish? Learning Turkish. 
Oh, really? Yeah, so it was, it was that long every single day. But it was intense? It was very intense. It was all day for, how long is that? Started at nine and finished at seven. It was so long. Right. Um, so I wasn't enjoying it. I hated it because I was the worst in the class. Really? Because Turkish is so difficult. Yeah. Most of the people in the class had, had already kind of knew a bit of Turkish because when I, got the, when, I got, when I got the scholarship, they told you that you don't need to speak any Turkish and that you can just learn it while you're there. Right. But then when I um, got there, I found out that a lot of people from like the Balkans and from Middle Eastern countries, they have kind of like planned to do this scholarship their entire life. So they all learned Turkish previously so that they're ready to go to Turkey to study. I'll tell you what they were doing. They were probably watching uh, like Turkish series. Yeah, exactly. It gets televised all over like the Balkans and the Middle yeah. East, you know. Yeah. So they all knew loads of Turkish and I didn't even know how to say hello. It was horrible. I was so bad. I was the worst in the class. Did you Did you want to leave at that yeah, point? Yeah, I wanted to leave hugely. Yeah? I really wanted to leave. But I kind of felt like I was stuck because I'd already given up my house. I'd moved there. If I came back to London, I would have, like, I wouldn't have had a job or a house or, or anything to go to. So I was like, well, I need to just stay, really. Turn left at the roundabout. Good approach to nice. So, yeah, so I stayed. I sucked it up and I forced myself to stay. <laughs> Still though, bit, bit of a shock. Yeah, bit of a shock. So, you're learning Turkish, but you haven't started your masters at this point. No, I didn't here. start the masters until I had to do the Turkish for a year. Oh my god, and for then, a whole year? Yeah, for a whole year. No wonder because you're the Turkish. the Masters was in Turkish. No. It wasn't in English. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought, no, I genuinely thought the Masters was English. No, no, it was in Turkish. Oh so my god. So you have to learn god. fluent Turkish before you're allowed to start your course. So not only are you learning a language. And then in, doing the But then you're doing your Masters. Turkish. And what was, it, what was your Masters in again? It was in um, Anthropology. My god. That's pressure. Yeah, it was pressure. <laughs> so what point? Okay, so you're so obviously that it's a big shock to you. You've you've you've had to move out because you, you know you're not very comfortable in, in, in halls. Mm -hmm. You've obviously moved out to a flat with a friend, and now you're like, at what point? I want to know. At what point did you think? Hang on a minute, I can actually. You know, there, there comes a, there must be a point where you think, hang on, I can actually do this. Um, when did that come? How did that come about? I don't, I don't know. I just didn't want to like quit. I guess. Yeah. Um, the first year, well, I was very miserable. If I'm honest with you, there, there wasn't really a point when I thought I can do this. I was just like, why am I here? And it wasn't because I didn't like Turkey. I really enjoyed Turkey, but it was just very different to uni in London and uni in the UK. Mm. Like, like I, it wasn't like we weren't socialising very much with anyone. Um, there's rules. There's, there's like um, curfew in student accommodation. Did you think there's curfew? Yeah, you have to student accommodation. You, you can't leave after eleven. Oh really? So it's not like in London where everyone's going out and getting drunk and partying. Right, you've got to be a bit back. You've got to be back by 11. Wow. Or you need to ask for permission. 
um, like like previously you have to ask for like prior permission before you're allowed to get out of, of the student accommodation mm-hmm. uh, which obviously I'm not used to at all because I wasn't young either I was like I was already like 26 or 27 so I wasn't I was right. like yeah. I can't believe I have to ask for permission but for boys it was easier to get permission they didn't really care that much but for the girls you had to like have like a dress of where you're going, why you're going there, how long you're going to be staying, really? an emergency phone number, all this kind of stuff. Wow. So it was a bit, so it was just a bit annoying because I didn't, I thought I was going to be like, you know, having a uni experience like similar to the UK where I'm going out and meeting people all the time. But that was quite annoying here, yeah, the whole curfew thing. And obviously, this is separate gender halls right, right. as well. Yeah, it's not mixed. Yeah. It's not mixed. There's not like party. I sound like an alcoholic. It's not like the party atmosphere that there is in the UK when you're. At yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not a sort of halls environment. Yeah. Yeah. If you've, if you've, especially if you've, if you've uh, experienced uni life uh, in England. Am I going straight ahead or left? No, we're turning right. Oh right. Left, right, left, right. Just yeah. See if you could. Yep. Use that gap if we can. Yeah, so if you if you've experienced uni life here, then it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a real shock, and it's not gonna feel like it's exactly. not gonna feel like the same thing, is it? Yeah. I wanted to at least be able to go out in the evening a bit. Yeah. Because then I would get permission to go out, but then my friends wouldn't have asked for permission to go out, and then it'd be too late for them to ask for permission to yeah. go out. So it was just that that was annoying. At, at what point did obviously like someone that can, spends time with you can can oh, can see that. That, that you're gay it's not something that you sort of hide and nor should you but in Turkey did you feel as if you had to hide it at any point or no you... Turkish people have got terrible gaydar no one knew gay, I was gay gaydar can you explain okay go gaydar on. is gaydar is, <laughs> it means if you know someone's gay okay like gaydar I can tell someone's gay instantly right, right okay. immediately I can tell someone okay. if they're gay because you my lesbian gaydar. gaydar isn't as great okay but with the gays instantly Okay. I can tell from the street if someone's gay. That okay. guy over there's gay. But is he? <laughs> <laughs> but um, Turkish people's gaydar is so bad. Oh, is it? So yeah, they're clueless. They're clueless, right? So it's, people would always be asking me if I had a girlfriend and stuff, and I'd be like, "Really? Are you blind, deaf, and dumb?" Yeah, but they might they, they might think you're like some metrosexual guy, though. Isn't Maybe, it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, nobody knew I was gay. Right. Right. How fascinating! Yeah, it was fascinating. It was funny. So when did when did anyone sort of find out? When did so, did, so, did you have a point where it's just someone came up to you and goes, Ross? Well, no, I tell I would tell if, I would tell people I was gay. So what, once they asked me, do I have a girlfriend? I'd tell them I'm gay, and then they'd be like, What? Oh, really? <laughs> and I would get lots of like, But you're so handsome. <laughs> I'd be like, Yeah, most, yeah. I don't know. They would say that I'm so handsome. Why are you? I got. Why are you gay? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Explain it to me. Yeah, why are you gay? And I need like, to I know. know. Do you remember the story I told you about when um when I was doing Turkish lessons? Yeah. One of my teachers, yeah. Evren Hoja, yeah. who I'm yeah. still friends with now on Facebook, bless her. Yeah. Um, she asked, she knew that I was struggling because I was the worst in the class. I love this story, yeah. So she asked, um, yeah. she, she was also teaching English, we're telling right. Yeah, we're telling right. She was also teaching English to um to another class, or French, I think. She was teaching French to another class. Right. So she um 
had Turkish people in that class and she asked them if any of them would be able to come and help me with my Turkish. Right, right. And um, she did. She said my name, but obviously nobody knew that Ross is a boy's name. Right. They thought that my name was Rose or something. So then I had all of these <laughs> Turkish guys show up to the class to help Rose okay. with, her, with her English. Oh but my god! But then they found god. out that it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they're they're expecting. Well, an English rose, they're really. Expecting an English rose, yeah. But yeah. They got me instead. Oh my god. Did their face, faces drop on them when they sort of saw you? Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice at the time, but they told me afterwards and I was laughing my head off. So, right. That they is told me hilarious. at the time and I thought that was so funny. That is hilarious. But obviously that helped you improve your Turkish. I think that was that was the main objective, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Let's park on the left here. But don't get me wrong, I'm still, to this day, I'm still the worst in that class at Turkish. Do you think so? I think your Turkish is quite good, actually. Like, my my your grammar, classmates and your stuff grammar is are really good. all com completely fluent. Yeah, completely fluent. Yeah, but you've got to watch those Turkish box sets. Like, you've got to watch some of those. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe some of the viewers can recommend if we get any Turkish listeners. I keep on saying viewers. Turkish listeners. Turkish listeners. The thing was, Turkish TV shows are so long, though. I can't sit through a three-hour episode of it's one. It's two hours. It it's, is, it's like it's a movie. Soul, it's soul it's longer than a movie. It's soul-destroying. Like, I can't do so it. So that's why I've struggled to watch anything, because it's like a three-hour commitment to watch one episode. I remember I was watching The Voice in Turkey, and it was like three-hour episodes. How? Why is it so long? I don't know. Like Turkey, I don't know. Quality of Turkish TV isn't like, <laughs> isn't like here. Yeah, so now you, you, you're a year into Turkey now, and it's, and it's your presumably like the summer's coming up and yes. how are you spending your summer are you coming are you coming back to London came um, back to London oh yeah uh, everyone was happy that you were still everyone was happy that I'm alive and stuff <laughs> and I was excited to start the this is the, you mean after my language classes yeah because because basically you so you had to learn Turkish in that year yeah where you're studying Turkish for, for like what 10 hours a day 10 hours a day, it was very, hugely intense. It was, it was, um, thank you. <laughs> Go on. It was hard, I, I'm not a morning person either. So for me to have to be somewhere for like, I think it was nine o'clock, but it wasn't, I mean, that's not that early, but to have to go somewhere for that time and then be learning a language, that was really, I was terrible at. It was really, really hard for me. Okay, we're stalling the car because you're lifting your, your clutch up really quickly. Try and just hold the bike. It's red now, hang on, hang on. I didn't think I was lifting up that quick. Because you had the biting point and then you just lifted it really quick. Yeah, so you're doing all this work. Obviously, you get used to it after a while. Mm -hmm. And you must be getting good at it at this point. No. Are you practicing? Are you going outside, like getting fruit and veg and stuff and going supermarket? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so how's that a little bit. It was, I was practicing a bit. But um, I was, ne you know, I've never had to learn a language before, so I didn't like to speak to people. Did you feel a bit shy? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I don't think. I remember I told you once I went to the, to went to um, the SIM card <laughs> shop to get a SIM card. Okay. And I'd like told her that I need to get a new SIM card because I lost it, but I want to have the same number. Yeah. I told her that in Turkish, but she looked at me like I just passed her a dead baby or something. <laughs> 
like so, horror in her face, and I was like, "What? What am I? How am I? What am I saying? That is so. Is my accent really horrible or something? Like, I don't know. My, I used to not get very positive responses sometimes. I would have. I don't know. Like, I, I would think like, you would get really positive responses I because you're, you're a well. foreigner trying to speak. I the, would have hoped that lingo. as well, but no. People would say, "Ha ha, your Turkish is so bad." <laughs> And I'd be like, what a bitch. Do you know what I mean? If someone came up to me and spoke bad English, yeah. I wouldn't tell them it was shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't very happy when stuff like that used to happen. Um, so I used to knock my confidence after the Turk Telecom situation where I asked for the SIM card and she... This, the SIM card, we call it SIM card lady. SIM after card she, lady. After she destroyed your confidence. After she looked at me like I was horrifically bad at Turkish. I used to not really like speaking speaking it very much. What about getting drunk and speaking Turkish? Oh, I was fluent when I was drunk. There you go, there Absolutely. you go. I still am now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to stay away from my Instagram story because I wake up and I'll be like screaming in Turkish down there to my Turkish followers. Are you? Are you yeah. serious? Have you got, have you got a following? <laughs> do, you want to plug, do you want to plug your Instagram while, you, while you're on my actually, podcast? I deleted it because um, I get too addicted to social media so I had to just give up on Oh wow! Social media altogether. But oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But um, but I wasn't very confident speaking it because it's it is a bit nerve wracking to have to speak a different language. Not something I've ever had to do before. I've never learned the language before. Right. Right. But um, I will speak when I go to Turkey and. April, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll speak, I'll practice a bit. Oh yeah, because you're going on holiday soon, aren't you? I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. my mum, so I'll practice then. Aww. Which will be fun. Love you, mummy. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, sounds good, sounds interesting. Would you, so, okay, let's, let, let's, let, let's move on to like a, an important subject now, food. Mm-hmm. Turkish breakfast, love it or hate it? Oh, I love it. Yeah? Yeah, I really like it. When you first had it, what were you like? Were you like, what, what is this? Who has? Food? Yeah, I was. I was a bit surprised, but I like it. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm. I'm not great at eating in the morning. Can we just go behind the bus? Yeah. This late. That's so it. for me, yeah, yeah. Um, having something that's like refreshing and and small, like a cucumber and tomatoes and stuff. That was good. I liked that. Yeah. It was something that I embraced. Black tea? Hate that. Seriously? Don't like it. Really, really, like, <laughs> hurts my stomach. <laughs> God, it sounds so stupid, but it's really not good for my stomach, man. Were you asking for milky tea in Turkey? Yes, I was. Are you serious? I had a job. I was working at a Turkish um, primary school. Okay. Teaching English. Okay. And every morning I'd get there and they'd like force me to drink like six cups of tea before the classes even began and I'd feel so sick. Really? I'd be like, this is hurting my stomach. How are you not drinking so much of this? Right, right. Turkish coffee. I didn't know that you'd, that's the bottom. <laughs> like <laughs> the end, the end isn't supposed to be drank. You know, the little, the coffee at the bottom. I didn't know that. How was I supposed to know if no one tells you? Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. Should, <laughs> so I was trying to drink that down. <laughs> Were you trying to drink the bottom bit of the turk? Oh, turk yeah. Of <laughs> oh wow, wow. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You, yeah. You'd need a glass of water straight after. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, what about um, obviously Turkish food? Like you know, what about like you know, 
the different the, the different foods? Uh, I love Turkish food, but I was a bit um, after I'd been there for four years almost. Yeah. yeah. I wanted something different because I was so I was getting tired of just eating meat all the time. Yeah. But I like like the Adana kebab and um, what's that like meal people have? Just like I don't even know what it is. Where they come over and like they pour like butter over it or something. I think. And they oh, pour butter over it. oh! And it's like meat with like yogurt, bread, bread and yogurt. Yeah, yeah, that's called an iskander. Iskander, yes. I like that. I mean, that's a nice dish. I like that. They yeah. They do that here in London as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Left of the roundabout, please. I haven't got to indicate, do I? I'm going to indicate here. Do you need to indicate when you're saying left at a roundabout? Yeah. Yeah. But no yeah. one else has. Okay, so Ross, when you're in a driving lesson, pal, okay, this is, it really doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. It really matters what you're doing and how you're communicating what you're doing, okay? At least I asked, you know, I was thinking about it. That proved that I was thinking about it at least. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to do things our way. We're not going to follow. The correct way. We're going to do things the correct way. Exactly. Jeez. Turkish drinks, apart from tea. Ayran, what about Ayran, the yogurt drink? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I like it very refreshing. Yeah, I like Ayran. Um, that's it, wait for them to cross all the way, but that's excellent from you, yeah, and carry on. Very nice, very nice. Like Ayran, like sutlach is my favorite dessert. I like that a lot. Yeah, sutlach is like rice pudding, yeah. guys. What else do I like? Oh, I hate that like weird like uncooked meat. What's that weird uncooked? Cockroach. No, no, is it cockroach? Yeah, but then you know that's that's like that's like sheep bladder or something like that. It's like something. Is that, is that what I'm talking about? I can't remember. They like sometimes they sell it like outside. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. You, you're talking like, like they sell them on stalls and yeah. stuff. No, no, no, no. I mean that's that's that's a Turkish delicacy. You got to really like. No, I don't like that. I like the mussels that they sell on the beach in Tantalia. Yeah, yeah, the mussels are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really good. But overall, thoughts of Turkey as a as a place. Like, would you live there? I come on, you've spent a lot. You've probably spent there more time there than me. Like, yeah, I would live there. I love Turkey so much. You it's would like live my there. Second home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. I love it there. I want to go and live in Istanbul. I want to experience living in Istanbul because I lived in Antalya, which was fun, but I was a bit bored, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's a lovely place, but. But to live there, I was just a bit ready to, I wanted somewhere bigger. <clears throat> so I would, I would like to live in Istanbul and see what it's like at least. So shall I go into that later? Yeah, let's there? do a right at the traffic lights actually, yeah. Can I, because these cars are coming out. I'll tell you what, why don't you, why don't, I'm gonna let you decide when you should go here, because I just wanna see what, if you, if, if you choose correctly here. Maybe now? I'm not gonna help you. And that was the right decision, see? It was? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. I was quite far into the lane though, I know that. You should have steered a bit more briskly. But still good, still very good. Now use clutch control here as you're approaching the, the junction, that's it. So we've done parallel park, we've done 
uh, reverse into a bay and going straight into a bay. So, did we have we done parking on the right-hand side of the road? I think that's the only maneuver we haven't done. I don't here. think we have no. no. So, if we finish that as well and the emergency stop. Emergency stop. Yeah. Okay. Which isn't very difficult. It's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, that doesn't leave us a lot to do. Then it's about perfecting everything. But how are you feeling about Chingford or Tottenham, would you say? It's a tough one. Um, I don't know, where has Misha heard that, that Chingford is the most difficult place to pass your test in? Look, whoever fails their driving test... Who did she hear that from? I thought that's what she heard from you. No, she didn't hear that from me. But she's a liar. Wait, did she say she heard it from me? No, she didn't say she heard it from you, but she said that she was like... Ah, rah. Apparently, Chingford is the most difficult place to um, partial test in. I'm going to the easiest. I'm going to turn around and actually put this bit into the podcast <laughs> so Misha can listen to it. So okay. that's why I was like, that's why I was thinking I should do it in Tottenham. Apparently, it's got the highest pass rate. I don't think so. I don't think. I, look, the, the average in the country is about fifty-four percent. Okay. 54% pass on their first test? Yeah, in the whole con like pass rate for each test centre. Okay. Okay, some are like 49, some are like 53. Okay. There really isn't a lot of difference between any of the test centres. Okay, okay. Good to know. Where would you do it if you were taking your driving test? Do you know, I, I find it, I always find the busier the environment, the better driver you are. In, well then I want to do it in, then I want to do it in Tottenham. Then let's just do it in Tottenham because I just I just feel as if Chingford is nice, but it's very sort of, it's rural compa compared to Tottenham. Mm. And most of your driving isn't going to be in areas like Chingford. You know, it's going to mm. be probably more places like Tottenham, you know, more built up urban areas. So you're, you're better off doing it in Tottenham in terms of training, so I would do that. Okay. Right, that makes sense to me. Are you going to give our Turkish listeners some of your Turkish before before we end this episode? Yeah, definitely. Okay, what are you going to say? Um, teşekkürler. İyi günler. Yeah. What else? Uh, what should I say? Bitik. Yeah, bitik. Bitik. Yeah, which Tamam. Is, which is, our, it's over. Our lesson. Memnun oldum. Görüşürüz. Memnun oldum. Pleased to meet you. Um, See you next time, yeah. Yeah. All right, good. Thank you. <laughs>